Welcome to The Man Chair, where two guys debate their best of lists in sports, TV, movies, music, and more. Our co-hosts, Brian Page and Jason Rogers, are lifelong friends who grew up three houses apart. They won the childhood lottery, being kids in a small Midwest town playing sports from sunup to sundown before social media was a thing. So sit back in your man chair, go back in time to when life was more simple, and join us as we debate our best of lists each week. And be sure to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong. Share your own list or email us with suggestions for the next episode. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Man Chair. Jason and I are thrilled that you joined us once again. Uh, today, we are going to compare lists of the best bands from the 90s. Jason, are you ready to get started? Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Okay, so uh, to begin, we, we need to make sure that we uh, kind of explain how we categorized uh, these these bands, right? So this isn't pop music, this isn't rap. These are these are more like alternative bands or kind of heavy metal. But but there's also the challenge of selecting bands who had great albums in the '80s as well, or perhaps the '70s. So the 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 stuff that we had on our list originally did include some bands who had primarily their best hits in the 80s and 70s. So we didn't include them because of that. So that, that'll that come at a different time. So, you know, as an example, Guns N' Roses. Metallica is another one uh, where most of their great stuff was was in the early 80s. Um, the, the best songs for U2, in my opinion, were from the 80s. Um, Aerosmith, a lot of their best stuff, again, is was from the 70s. Uh, so that that's why those groups were not included in this in this discussion. Um, Jason, do you want to start with uh, the groups, the bands that were just on the outside looking in for you? Yeah, um, man, there's so many to go through. Um, Beastie Boys. I loved Corn in the 90s. Corn is one of my favorite bands. They didn't make my top five. Black Crows, Sublime, Rage Against the Machine. Bush, 16 Stone was one of my favorite albums in the 90s. Listen to it. Love Bush, but they were outside of my top five. Um, GNR, I mean, they'd be on my best 80s bands for sure. But like you said, they're both their most of their stuff came out in the in the late 80s. I don't really consider them a 90s band. Yeah. Soundgarden didn't make my list. Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day. I mean, we could go on for a long time about great bands of the 90s, but those were the top ones that didn't make my list. Yeah, Jason, I I had many of those bands uh, as well on the outside looking in. I just want to add, uh, I don't. Did you bring up Foo Fighters as no. the outside looking in? No, no. I so I I did not put them in there only because a lot of their stuff was after the '90s. Their best stuff, uh, Afghan Wigs was just on the outside looking in. Great Cincinnati band, and and this is one that might create a little bit of controversy. I I did not include Dave Matthews Band uh, because they 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 have so many great al- albums that span you know almost like thirty years and I it was really tough to just kind of bracket them in uh, the nineteen nineties so those were those were the additional bands that were on the outside looking in for me my number five REM.
Um, Drive is really great. Everybody hurts. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Man on oh, the yeah. moon. You, you could go. You could go on and on. But I don't remember ever listening to REM in, at, at a party in high school. Do you? No, no. They were. I don't. It seemed like for us, they were kind of like a relax and chill type of thing. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. Like, there's so many bands. I mean, some of the '90s you could put on your list. They can't all make it, and I love REM, but they didn't make my top five. But I mean, I can't argue with them being on yours. And who was your number five? My number five was Alice in Chains. When I was a kid my uncle actually got me their cassette for christmas dirt and uh Ooh. i mean i i didn't really listen to that kind of music back then but i loved it i mean there's so many good songs from dirt uh wood um down in a hole rooster and then in 94 jar of flies came out with the oh uh, yeah i stay away yeah i mean yeah i mean and like I said, Dirt came out in 92. That was my first tape of them. That's the first time I heard them. They actually had an album before that in 1990, Facelift, that I didn't know anything about until after, like I said, my uncle got me that tape in 92. But Alice in Chains, the endless hits, and they were my number five. My number four was... That's right, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, it's 1979, today, tonight, tonight, uh, 33. You know, I could, I could go on and on. And it, again, it it's kind of falls in the same type of feel uh, as R.E.M., where I don't remember us ever listening to Smashing Pumpkins at a, um, at a party, but it would be something that we would listen to kind of driving around. Uh, yeah. Jason, what was your number four? At number four, I had Weezer. Oh, the blue album, yeah. the blue album from '94. I could, li- I every single song on that is great to me. I could listen to that album on repeat. Um, Say it ain't so, Buddy Holly, Undone. There's so many good songs from the blue album. Um, and then later on, they came out with Pork and Beans and Beverly <laughs> Hills. I mean, everybody knows a Weezer song that they like. And uh, yeah, so Weezer was number four for me. This is a quick reminder to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong, share your own list, or email us with topic suggestions for the next episode. Now back to the show. My top three were, were really tough um, to, to rank just because uh, you can, you can, they almost lump together. I think that the top two lumps together even a little bit more closely, but uh Red Hot Chili Peppers. Did they make your list, Jason? 
Oh yeah, they're definitely on my list. Okay, so then if they're higher, then I, let's we'll talk about Red Hot Chili Peppers later if they're higher on your list. What's your number three? Number three, I have Stone Temple Pilots. Nineteen ninety two that came out with core. Uh Interstate Love Song was great. Uh, my girlfriend and I love this album together. Maybe that's why I like it so much, kind of nostalgic for my first serious girlfriend and I listened to this whole album together. Wait, but, hold on. Was that Nikki Hipsher? <laughs> was it? So we're we're giving out full names on this podcast. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we're not saying anything bad. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I you're remember right. that. I remember actually walking into your to your bedroom upstairs door open nothing going on yeah um, and you guys were listening that to that together yeah yeah but like i said interstate love song plush creep um and then purple came out in 94 another great album yeah but sex type thing was maybe the the theme song to my sophomore year in high school so stp number three my number two Nirvana. I same here. Is, oh, Jason, did you? It, it it came at a time. I think. We were, I want to say, you know, middle school going Maybe, up. I think we were, fr- yeah, eighth, eighth and ninth grade, yeah. And boy, it's almost like that period of time in your lives where you're, you're, you're not lonely, but you're a little scared. You're kind of, you know, growing into yourself. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, there's this really meaningful music of yeah. know, all of these bands that, that we're talking about. Um, where, I mean, I, I really feel bad for kids today. I mean, the garbage that's pumped out relative to what <laughs> we have now or what we had in high schools, you know, s- something in the way smells like teen spirit, heart shaped box, lithium. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, is there anything you want to add to that? I mean, did you realize they only had three studio albums? Yeah. Sad. Ble- Bleach came out in 89, Nevermind in 91 and In Utero in 93. They did have the MTV Unplugged album, which was great. That's right. Uh, Man Who Sold the World. I love that song from that album. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they, cha- they changed the game. It was, yeah. it, they might not, have, to me anyway, they were the first kind of grunge band that I've ever heard. That might not be the truth, but to me they were. And they, they changed music. And then, of course, it got cut short. But yeah, Nirvana was my number two also. My number one, Pearl Jam. I, it's hard. It's hard to put into words, you know, how much I love Pearl Jam because um, I I spent, you know, in high school, you know, you spend a lot of time. Well, we we played sports like working out or you know going on jogs. I guess that's also working out. That's it's such a miserable experience. I put that into a you know separate category. No, I don't know anybody that like. I think I know one person that's like, oh, I love to go for a jog. Um, but 
you know, uh, if, if, if you're working out, if you're going for a jog, if you're driving with your friends, or if you're at a party, it doesn't matter. Pearl Jam is on. It was yeah. one of those where all through the early part of our high school, actually probably our entire high school experience, Pearl Jam, it, it had like this special meaning, um, at least to me. I mean, Black, Alive, Jeremy, even Flo, Better Man, you could go on and on. And it was also much like Nirvana. Um, you, you just you don't skip around when you're listening. You just play. The yeah. Album. Yeah. I think that speaks to the strength of this list. I mean, Pearl Jam's not even in my top five, but they could easily be my top one. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just yeah. so many good bands. I can't believe Pearl Jam's not in my top five, but that's just what, that's just the way it is. So what made your, what, what, what had, was at the top of your list? I have Chili Peppers number one, man. Yeah. I love them. Um, uh, actually, their first album came out in 84, but what when I think of Chili Peppers, I think of Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. Came out in '91. Mm-hmm. Under the Bridge. I mean that that was like a song I've I'd never heard a song quite like that. Uh, Mother's Milk came out in '89. I didn't really listen to Mother's Milk until I heard Blood, Sugar, Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. But uh, like I said, all these bands you could put them in any order, and I could agree with you. But for, Chili Peppers just holds my number one spot. Just I think I could listen. I would listen. To, I'd put that CD on before anything else. And it does have different types of music within the music, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they're pretty diverse. They they are. Yeah, they are. And that's I think what makes the Red Hot Chili Peppers unique. I mean, wrap your mind around this. In the same year, we had you know, Nirvana with the new album, Pearl Jam, and the Red mm-hmm. Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Like, what What do they have now? What is, What What mm-hmm. is this? Have you heard? The band, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to I always it. say if it came out after 2000, I probably have probably never heard of it. But I mean, <laughs> if you listen, if you listen to Soul to Squeeze and then Give It Away, they sound like two completely different bands other than Anthony yeah. Kiedis's voice. Yeah. I mean, it's the same band. It's so diverse. But yeah, yeah I, I love the Chili Peppers. Well, we will not be doing a uh, best of techno techno list on <laughs> on, the, on the man chair podcast. Yeah, that, right, that'd so. be a short list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Jason. Uh, what do we have coming up next? Uh, let me hit the randomizer real quick, and we have best series to binge. Best series to binge. All right. Looks like I've got some prepping to do. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Be well. Don't move on just yet. If you enjoyed the show, hit that five-star rating, drop a comment, and share this episode with your friends and family. Doing so makes a big difference in growing the Manchair community. And go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong. Share your own list and email us with topic suggestions for the next show. The Manchair is sponsored by Modern Husbands. Go to modernhusbands.com and subscribe to their newsletter for ideas to manage money and the home as a team sent to your inbox every two weeks. That's modernhusbands.com. Until next week, be well.